Welcome to the Successful Hairstylist Podcast, where you can find loyal, high-paying clients, raise your prices, and hit those 10K months in any economic climate. Let's get started. Every month, I try to kind of focus on a different topic, a different element of how we make more money behind the chair. And so this month, I really want to key in and like focus on creating a luxury experience. I think it's very easy to forget because we're like, especially online, like we're just seeing other hairstylists who charge the same prices as us, who are at the same like level as us a lot of the time that we believe that's the norm, but you are all in a luxury market. So even if it doesn't feel like it, even if you feel like you're just a normal standard stylist, unless you are in one of the discount family chains that is like a super cut sports clips, all of that, if you are outside of that, you are a luxury experience and a luxury hairstylist, meaning that people expect something different and more as we all know. And our clients are smarter than ever. I think we can all agree that that's a double-edged sword, right? Like we're happy that they know more about what they want and they have more knowledge. And it's also tricky because we can't kind of get away with the mediocre anymore. Like we really need to hold ourselves to a higher standard and hold our experiences to a higher standard, even as us, right? Like even, uh, in a suite and it's just you and your client like sometimes we can almost shift into like a super casual mode or we can almost get a little bit comfortable which nothing is wrong with that but having these standards that keep the experience elevated is so important especially as we grow and continue to raise our prices not like the I don't think any of your goals is to make the same amount of money forever with the same exact clients. Like we're all on a mission of like, how can I give myself a raise every year? How can I see more clients? How can I increase my prices and make more? Okay, I'm back. Like that is the goal of everything that we do. And so honing in and creating this beautiful luxury experience for your guests is so important, especially now, especially in this economy. One of the big questions that comes up whenever I start talking about creating a luxury experience and creating, you know, having luxury pricing and luxury services is number one, is that still important in this economy? Like, isn't the economy like in a bad place? Like, shouldn't we be giving people breaks? Like, what should we be doing here? But honestly, you guys, luxury shoppers, and luxury clients, which again, if people are coming and paying your prices regularly, they are in that category. So I want you guys to think outside of, you know, middle class, etc. Like a lot of people spend money and have different tastes in different categories of their life, right? So they might be a budget shopper over here, but they might love uh, luxury hair care and luxury, you know, really taking care of themselves that's where they're like splurging and making it a priority so um 
we can try to talk ourselves out of this, right? And count other people's money. Like, shouldn't they be, you know, shouldn't I be offering like discounts? Shouldn't I be offering like smaller menus or smaller services or whatever? But I'm here to tell you that luxury shoppers in the beauty and hair care market, they continue to spend regardless of what's happening with the economy, okay? And they prioritize experiences, which we know going to a salon, you're not just buying a product, you're not just, you know, whatever, that is a luxury experience. And so salons, not that they're immune from recession, not that I even personally believe we're in a recession, but not that they're immune from recession, but they have a lot of room in a recession that as long as you are on top of it, you're going to attract the clients that aren't really affected for better or worse, like they're not really affected and they are still making it a priority to come in and see you. So it's not something that is super stressful. So if you want to make sure that your business does do well, even when or if the economy, you know, is going up and down, then having that luxury experience is really important. It's also a big part of loyalty, right? Like you can have, you can attract all the first time clients you want sorry my cat and made my thing shake here um we can attract as many new clients as we want to but if we can't keep them and if we aren't giving them those reasons to like keep coming back to us what's going to happen like they're not really going to keep coming they are going to find someone else maybe they'll even be a little bit disappointed so it's really important to make this a priority okay so I have three different things. Well, really, I have four different things that I'm going to share with you that's going to help you kind of go through what you're doing right now and just audit your own experience right now and see what are some things you can add? What are some different things you can do? And I want you guys to know that none of these are going to cost you a lot of money, you know, because that's another fear, right? Like, I want it to be luxury, but I don't want to go out and invest in, you know, a thousand dollar mirror or something like that so i want you guys to understand these things you can do on a budget you can a lot of them are even free it's like how you make your clients feel let's talk about the four things that really create that luxury experience and I think the reason why this conversation is so hard and why a lot of people like don't really talk about it is because it's intangible, right? Like knowing the difference between a good experience and a great experience, like we just know it, we feel it when it happens, but sometimes it's even hard to like put our finger on why it was great. It's just like the sense that we have. And so that can make it really challenging to try to figure out how to create that for our guests. Now, obviously, as we're talking about that, I'm already assuming you're good at doing hair. Okay, so I'm already assuming you're good at doing hair. These are all the extra bonus things that make an experience feel good because leaving with the end result that you come in and ask for is really, and this might sound a little harsh or surprise some of you, but like that's kind of the bare minimum of your job and what you're doing and what people are paying for, that's the bare minimum is like, I'm looking for this look and then leaving and having that look when they walk out, that doesn't make it a luxury experience. 
that is good. That means they're gonna be like satisfied, but that doesn't mean that it's great and they're thrilled and they can't wait to come back and see you and they wanna try everything that you offer. So that's really what I'm talking about. So I'm already assuming you're good at hair. So that isn't even going to be part of what we're saying because obviously quality is like the bare minimum. Okay, so the first thing that makes an experience feel luxury and high-end is going to be what they come in like the marketing world they call it customer attentiveness okay so we are being attentive to our client and look i know when you're day in and day out in the salon and you have that challenging few clients and you're i don't know stressed out or maybe you're having a backache or they you know your kids are being wild at home like I know a lot goes into this and so it's hard to be like totally on top of our A-game 100% of the time. We can even go through phases of resenting our clients and feeling like, oh, why can't it just be easy? However, if you can kind of just step into this space when you have clients in your space of like, I want to make them feel spoiled and pampered and like so amazing it will change how you think about it. And you know the golden rule, like treat other people how you wanna be treated. It's like, you know, make sure that you are checking in. Um, you are doing those consultations. You are checking in like, do you need a pee break before we start, you know, before I start the next thing or before I rinse you out? Do you want water? Now do you want coffee? Now do you want a snack? Like we can't, um, like I would say, air on the side of almost like too much and then read the situation to show you the other way because so many of us again we're just focused on and rightly so we need to execute the look but we're so focused on the formula the placement the tone what's going on another client is texting me i have towels i need to fold i have dirty dishes in the sink like we're so in that zone that we can forget to really be that sweet and put that focus on like our clients that are there whether that's you know just checking in with them are you still okay are you comfortable are you you know what do you need etc it's that simple but just making them feel like you care about how they feel but also that if they do need something it's not an inconvenience right and i know sometimes it is inconvenient because you're literally in the middle of doing something and you're borderline running late, but we just need to have this like rolling out the red carpet. Okay, so the second thing that makes an experience feel luxury is bringing in personalization. Okay, so luxury clients and people who are willing to participate in luxury experiences or come to a suite when they could go to a supercuts, right? Come to a stylist that is more of an elite stylist, more of a master stylist, whatever. When the people who make those decisions, they're not looking for the cookie cutter, right? Like they could get cookie cutter anywhere. We can get cookie cutter anything on Amazon. We can get cookie cutter anything at the big chains, right? we choose to go to these smaller boutique salons with the one-on-one -on -one attention and service because we're looking for a unique experience and something more personalized we don't want to be a number we don't want to feel like somebody is rushing on us because five other people are waiting for them 
we want to feel like we are having a unique experience for us. So some ways that you can build personalization and uniqueness into your experience is really just because I know you guys are already doing it, but we don't always like express what we're doing. Sometimes we're just like doing it and then forgetting to communicate kind of all of the thought, heart and intention that went behind what we're doing. So to create more unique experiences, we need to really be sure that people understand that like, hey, I put this together like just for you. None of my, you know, this is a weird mix of products I'm putting together for you, or this is a weird formula that I put together for you. This is something so special for you that it like piques their mind and interest and they're like, okay, she's really thinking about me. You know, this is possibly pulling um, celebrity lookalikes and colors before their consultation to show them that you've thought about them, that you're present with them. Um, all of those kinds of things. So we just want to build in those unique experiences. We want to say their name <laughs> many times, which feels awkward in the moment, but even just speaking their name at the end of a sentence, at the beginning of a sentence, when you're asking them a question, people love hearing their own name, um, which seems weird, but it's literally true. So add in personalization wherever possible, write their name wherever possible, um, it just, it makes people feel good. Hey, Ren here. Listen, if you are making less than $5,000 a month behind the chair, you need to take my luxury stylist audit. In my free masterclass, I walk you through this audit where you can actually see which areas of your business need more attention to actually see progress. See, the reason why a lot of us don't hit 5K, 8K, 10K months is because we are spending so much time focusing on areas of our business that frankly aren't doing anything for us, which then leads to burnout, frustration, you know the drill. So end it right now, jump into my free masterclass, the link is in the show notes. I'll see you in there. So what is that next part of building that luxury experience? So this is going to sound really annoying probably, but bear with me. So we do want to build some kind of Instagrammable space into what we're doing, okay? so. This can be Instagrammable in terms of like a place where they can take a selfie. It can just be Instagrammable in terms of like when they come in, you have a whole little setup for them. Like I said, you with a card with their name. And so as you're mixing color, they're looking at like this cute little setup that is for them that they could possibly snap, snap a picture with them in the mirror and share online. So we want to have these cute Instagrammable things even think about if the mug says more good hair days, if the mug says I'm a bad bitch, like whatever your brand is, really incorporating some of those fun elements in a visual way so that people want to take pictures, they want to post it and they want to be involved in it. This does create a luxury experience just because, you know, it's aesthetic, but also it builds that buzz online. When we have this idea that something is exclusive or special or popular, 
it builds excitement and it does make it feel high end because you see all of this stuff online that gets you hyped to go and experience it yourself, okay? So we do wanna have some Instagrammable things. Again, an easy way to do that would just be fun mugs with sayings. Um, I'm blanking on her name right now, but the owner of Spanx has like, that's one of her signature things that she does on Instagram is just having mugs that like say cute, funny, whatever. And then she shares a story with it. But I think people really like that stuff. It's just, it's a way to like have fun and interact. Okay, I did get a question. Will you be posting this live? I absolutely will be. So the lives can always be found on my Instagram. And if you go to the video tab and you hit series, I actually have them all organized in a series there. There's like 70 or something that are there. And you can also listen to these lives um, in audio format on the Successful Hairstylist podcast. So that's another way to listen and tune in and catch all of this information because I know y'all are busy. I know you're on the go and all of that. Okay, so the last thing that just makes an experience feel luxury, that intangible, we sense it, we feel it, we love it, is going to be what I call like a little touch. But what I want you to think about with this is engaging all of your senses okay engaging all of your senses so for example one of the like we all know sight we want our space to be <laughs> clean organized cute like i said have those like photo op moments in there but sometimes we forget about touch sometimes you know if you have like even coffee mugs that are textured if you have the hand towels that are the waffle pattern or like a really soft microfiber yeah you're not necessarily going to wrap their hair in that or use that on the practical side of your business but for a guest to have something that's so soft and lush or that nice waffle you know like you're just adding these textures in which is so simple and again you can get these things super cheap if you want to but it just elevates it it's like wow like i don't have some crusty old towel or a napkin <laughs> like i have like this pretty like micro fiber hand towel and things like that when you clip their hair you know having nice clips or having like just pretty touches here and there right that go with your brand some of you have very bold brands that you could do a ton of ridiculous fun like playful things. For my holistic stylist, you can make everything a touch point for that. You know, fresh flowers, or when you serve a drink, maybe it has a little something in it, or you know, what straws are you using, or what different materials do you have that really reinforce like this is a holistic, clean, organic space. So just thinking about these little touches. So what are they touching and feeling in their visit and how can you elevate it? What are they hearing during their visit and how can you elevate it? Sometimes we're just putting on like our favorite music or our, our favorite TV shows or we're like, oh, just pick a show. Um, and sometimes that's totally fine. Like having that as an option, of course, like we all love to watch our guilty pleasures, but like we want to be thinking about how does the music play in with exactly what we're doing right how does the music play in with our branding you know if you are playing 90s music 90s hits 
sometimes it can create a vibe of outdated, right? If we're just playing you know, old music, we can send the message subconsciously that we have old style, we have old techniques. We want everything to not only feel like our brand, but we want it to feel fresh, new, and exciting. And I know that that can be annoying, but even think of like, there's regular like lo-fi music you could play or like house music that you don't have to go crazy with like the top 50 songs or whatever that are popular, but we just need to be putting intention into this. Um, also, so we have touch, we have sound. Obviously we did sight. We also wanna think about what are people smelling? So, you know, if you do have candles, if you do offer aromatherapy, we wanna make sure we are maybe giving them the option of what they wanna do or making sure it's subtle, right? Like we're in small spaces, so that is important when we're thinking about aroma. We might have one that we love that we can't get over, but it might be offensive to someone else or they might have allergies or something. So we always just wanna be mindful of what are they smelling during the experience? What is my space? You know, are there parts of the service that are stronger smelling? And what could I do to make them feel good during that? Even if it's offering them just like a little, <laughs> like a few, um, oh my goodness, what are they called? Essential oils on their pretty waffle hand towel so that, you know, it's adding in extra smell that might comfort them if they are getting something weird. Okay, anyway, then I want you to think about the snacks and the drinks that you're offering. Um, I did just see Shabon jump on here. So Shabon is amazing at this where all of her drinks that she offers are like elevated. So it's still gonna be seltzers. It's still going to be like, you know, flavors and options. She still has like cool different snacks that they can have. But what I want you guys to think about when it comes to the snacks that you offer is like, what does Nordstrom offer when you shop with them? Hey girl. Okay, so what does Nordstrom offer when you shop with them food and snack wise, like in their cafe? And what does the gas station have, right? And then your brand is going to be somewhere in between, right? Like you might have a brand where all of those kind of classic flavors just feel right. But I know for me, if I'm, a, if I'm charging luxury prices and I'm wanting to create this luxury experience, I want people to see me as a Nordstrom. I want them to be like, oh, wow, I've never had this before. This is so interesting or different, you know, even with water it's like having the san pellegrino having the liquid death like having these different options that just make it feel a touch above right it's not something that maybe they have at home it's not something that they can just get at 7-eleven it's something else and these are like those things that we can't really identify as what made our hair appointment great but it's great and you're just like i love this place it's magical here um so those are the little touches again engaging all five senses and if you're feeling stumped with that like really thinking about that i definitely want you to book some kind of an appointment a blowout book something at in a city over so maybe they don't even know you you can be incognito as a hairstylist so you really get that client experience i want you to go and get a service somewhere 
and experience it for yourself. Sometimes we forget about this stuff because we have been out of the loop for so long um, that we just don't realize like all the little pieces or even have those butterflies that people have before they go in and see someone new. It's scary going in and seeing someone new. And not only can I do their hair, will they give me what I want, but all of these little things, right? Is it gonna smell weird? Are they gonna be listening to music I don't like? Is it going, you know, are we even going to get along? Like, there's a lot of feelings that people have when it comes to having an appointment that I think a lot of this can help. Now, when you audit and you kind of really write down all of the aspects of your client's experience when they come in from new client to regular client, I want you to just pay attention to like, okay, this I wanna keep, this I wanna amp up, and then this I wanna do my best to try to like stop doing that and really just create your own experience guide. When we're working on our own, sometimes we're just like winging it every day, however we feel and all of that, but it is really nice to almost set like your own branded guidelines and you might already have that in your head, which is awesome. I still encourage you to write it down or put it in a note because then like we don't create these guides or these best practices and all of that stuff for our good days. Like on our good days, we've got to unlock, right? It's natural. We don't even have to think about it. It's like second nature to do all of these things, remember all of these things, like we're on fire on those days. We create these guidelines or we create our own branded experience in writing so that on the hard days, on the exhausted days, on the frustrated days, we can catch ourselves before we slide into bad habits or before we slide into behaviors that might turn off our clients or just not be at our own standards, right? It's not even that people don't wanna have a bad experience, right? Like you and how you show up is guaranteed to be good, but we really wanna be sure that we are going above and beyond, that we are making the experience great, that we are being thoughtful and we are connecting and not only just relying on the good hair that we're doing, it has to be everything else too. And as you guys can tell, I hope, these recommendations don't take a lot of time. They don't take a lot of money. It's really just being able to put that little bit of extra oomph into what you're doing that will make people feel so excited and so, so special. Okay, so Cece shared that she has cold pressed juices and healing shots available. And so Cece is a holistic hairstylist, so I think that is perfect to go along with her whole vibe, right? Like they don't have to get that stuff, but it's there and that is such a compliment and that's something different, right? It's not like a Diet Coke. It's like you could have a healing shot, like that's magical. Um, and I love Diet Coke, by the way, so Diet Coke girlies unite. Um, Cece also says, I partner with three IV nurses and if a client would like an IV during their service, the nurse comes in before the service and hooks them up so they get the IV while getting their hair done. That's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, because the IVs, I believe, are all about like being really hydrated. I think some are like antioxidants and things like that. So that's great. That's another good partnership and it's also a great upsell, right? Like. <laughs> 
You can add this onto your part in onto your appointment. Feel good on the inside when you leave, just like you do on the outside. That's great. So what I like about what Cece's sharing too is that that goes with her brand. And so anything that you can do that is with your brand, that is you, I think is good. We have gotten into this pattern of like, all the walls are white. <laughs> it's like white, gray, and beige, everything. Um, it's this one kind of blonde balayage that's one tone and everything is the same. Like, don't be afraid to show up and show your personality and have these fun, quirky parts of your brand. That also makes it feel luxury. You don't need to just have the exactly the copy paste of what looks cool on Instagram. Be yourself and show your clients that amazing attention that they deserve. Okay, so that is it for today. Um, if some of you here are not making $5,000 a month yet, I do just want to encourage you to hop into my free masterclass. The link is in my bio. Um, for my audio listeners, you can check the link in the show notes. But that masterclass is going to walk you through my luxury stylist audit. In this audit, you're going to learn what parts of your business you need to be focusing on the most. Because if you're not at $5,000 a month yet, chances are you're spending your time focusing on the wrong things. And that obviously is going to lead to frustration, burnout, all the things because you're working really hard and not getting the results. So jump into that free masterclass. The link is in my bio. And then send me a DM and let me know what your audit showed you um, and how you're going to use that information to build a better business. All right, you guys, welcome to quarter four. Let's end the year strong. Love you.